This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com. We make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. The Abbott and Costello program brought to you by Camel, the cigarette that's first in the service according to actual sales records. See if your throat and your taste don't make Camel a first with you, too. Find out for yourself. Listen to the rhythms of Freddie Rich and his orchestra, the swingy singing of Connie Haynes, and that brave youth who bore through snow and ice a banner with this strange device. Costello, Costello, what in the world have you got there? Oh, what do you think it is? It's a horse, isn't it? Certainly it's a horse. What does it look like? A hip on pop at the hum arm in a bus? No. <laughs> Costello, tell me the truth now. Where did you get that horse? Oh, Abbott, I bought it for a dollar and a half from a fellow that was wearing a white suit. And another thing, this horse is a hero. What do you mean? He won the Distinguished Service Cross. Look, it says right on his blanket, DSC. Distinguished Service Cross? Yeah, he won it. That means Department of Street Cleaning. You mean that fellow in the white suit was a street cleaner? Certainly. No wonder when I first spoke to him, he gave me the brush. Uh, <laughs> Costello, you've got to cut out this nonsense. Now, last week you bought a dog, this week you bought a horse. Now, the next thing you know, you'll buy an elephant. I did buy an elephant. Huh? I bought an elephant, Abbott. What do you, what do you mean? I had to give him back. Why? They wouldn't let me bring him home on a streetcar. Oh, <laughs> Costello, take that horse out of here right now and give him back to the man. Go ahead. No, Abbott. Come on. Please don't. Yes. Don't make me give him back. Abbott, I love animals. I want to keep him. Don't make me get Peanut Butter back. He's the sweetest, nicest horse I ever met. Come here, Peanut Butter. That's a nice girl. That's a pretty girl. Peanut Butter, give Abbott a great big kiss. Sure cools you off, don't it? Castell, take that horse outside right now and turn him loose. Wait a minute, Abbott. No, I, I can't do that. Peanut butter is hungry, what and I gotta feed him. Hey, what do you? What does a horse eat? A horse. A horse eats his father. He eats his father. Certainly. Well, that's fine. And what does a horse's father eat? He eats his father. Well, what do you know? And what does a horse's mother eat? She eats her father. What are they? Cannibals? <laughs> Certainly not. Every horse has to eat his father. 
Oh, I see. He eats his father, yeah. and then his father eats his father, That's and then his mother eats her father, and the next thing you know, there won't be no fathers left for Father's Day. <laughs> no, 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 no. You dummy, to feed a horse, you take a bag and put his father in it. Does he stand for it? Certainly. <laughs> you mean you put his father in a bag? That's right. And you hang his father on his nose. Now, ain't that a pretty picture? A horse walking around with his father hanging on his nose. <laughs> Will you talk sense, Costello? Now, if you intend to keep that horse around here, you'll have to take care of him yourself. You're going to be the horse's groom. I'm going to be the horse's what? His groom. You said you loved the horse, didn't you? Yeah, but I don't have to marry him. <laughs> Look, Costello, when I say groom, I mean you have to curry the horse. I have to what? Curry, curry. Curry the horse? That's right. He's big enough to walk himself. <laughs> now, look, Abbott. I'm going to take peanut butter out to Hollywood Park, and I'm going to enter him in the races. Uh, the track is pretty muddy. Do you think he'll be able to race? What, is he a mutter? A what? I said, is he a mutter? How can he be a mutter? <laughs> Ain't a she always a mutter? Well, certainly not. Sometimes a he makes a better mutter than a she. What do you know? <laughs> Look, Abbott, suppose a mama horse has little horses. Don't that make her a mother? Well, that depends on her feet. You learn something new every day, don't you? <laughs> no, Costello, a mother is a horse that likes to run in mud on account of having sore feet. Well, in that case, I guess peanut butter is a mother because I saw him limping on his two front feet. Oh, I see. He's having trouble with his forelegs. Why, certainly, because when... What'd you say? I said he's having trouble with his forelegs. I just got through telling you... He was only limping with his two front legs. Costello, your horse's forelegs are in front. His forelegs are in front? Yes. What are those things in the back? What do... Look, you don't understand. Your horse has forelegs in front and hind legs in back. Four legs in the front and hind legs in back? That's right. What I got, a centipede? <laughs> Look, Costello, your horse only has four legs. I know, I know, well... but he only races on three of them. What does he do with the other leg? He trips the other horses. <laughs> Costello. He, he's a dirty horse. I can imagine that. He, he, he cheats. Yes, I can see that. But look, Costello, that broken down horse doesn't belong on a racetrack. Who'd ever bet on a nag like that? Look at him. I would. You would. I'm going to take all my money out, to the, out of my piggy bank. I'm even going to sell my erector set and my ping pong paddles. You're going to sell all that for what? And my miggles and marbles. And I'm going to bet every cent of my money on my horse. No, that's ridiculous, Costello. Putting all your money on a horse. Big gamblers don't do that. Oh, no? Well, no. the biggest gambler that ever lived did it. And just who was the biggest gambler that ever lived? Lady Godiva. Lady Godiva was Lady a... Lady Godiva. Lady Godiva was a gambler? Yep. She put everything she had on a horse. I... Oh... <laughs> The news is pouring in from everywhere. The Siegfried Line in the Philippines, Burma jungles, and Italian battlefields. And everywhere the war is being fought, camels are being smoked. Besides, more people on the home front seem to be smoking more now than ever before. All of which I mentioned to explain why sometimes your dealer has to say, I'm sorry, sir, no camels today. So remember this. The rich, full, fresh flavor of camels and their kind, cool, throat-considerate mildness Make camels worth asking for again the very next time you're buying cigarettes. Keep on asking for... C-A-F-E-L-S. Camels, the cigarette of costlier tobaccos.
Freddie Rich now in a special treatment of a swell samba hit from Latin America, Tico Tico. your horse learn that dance step? Oh, he's a horseless at the Hollywood Canteen. <laughs> Look, uh, Lou, not horses. You mean hostess. Uh, oh, all right, Costello, come on. Here we are at the Hollywood racetrack. Now, we've got to see one of the officials and register your horse. Why register him now? The election's over. No, no. <laughs> he, he don't want to vote anyway. Ah, you dummy. In order to enter your horse in the race, you've got to show his pedigree. For instance, who was your horse foaled by? I beg your pardon? Who was your horse fooled by? He wasn't fooled by anybody. He's a very smart horse, Rapper. <laughs> no, 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 Costello. My horse is no dummy. No, 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 you don't understand. You've got to tell them all about your horse, his age, his weight, and your horse's height. Do you know, do you know your horse's height? Oh, sure, I know him very good. He's a very good friend of mine. Who's a friend of yours? Horse's height, the band leader. Oh. <laughs> I know him very good because I run around with his brother because I'm tight. Cut out the nonsense. Come on, let's see if we can find a jockey to ride your horse. Well, it's our old friend, Kitzel. Oh, my hello, Mr. Rabbit, and you too, Mr. Cosmello. <laughs> my goodness, I haven't seen you in a long distance. I understand, I understand that you're looking for a jockey. Uh, now, just a minute, Kitzel. Yes. Are you trying to tell us that you know how to ride a horse? Do I know how to ride a horse? <laughs> I'm laughing. I see that. <laughs> Why, for your information, I just got finished riding a horse across the whole country, from New York to Hollywood. 
Hoo-hoo, I wrote for days and days until the sheet of my trousers were worn thin, and here I am. You finally came through. <laughs> I finally came through. <laughs> Could be. Uh, listen, well, listen Kitzel. Kitzel. Just Costello. a minute, that's me. That's oh, my that's line. Yeah, yeah, yeah please. Me. Just that's a minute. Uh, Costello. Uh, Kitzel, Costello has just bought a horse, and he's looking for a good jockey. Well, well, look no further, because I'm just the man you're looking at. You know I lost only one race this year. And, and, and that was because my horse was scratched in the handicap. Well, that's a very tender spot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anybody that gets scratched no, in no, the handicap... No, 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 Costello. The handicap is like a derby. Kitzel, did you ever ride in a derby? No, I always wear a stocking cap. <laughs> Look, Kitzel, you ain't gonna ride my peanut butter. Why? I'm gonna get my kid brother Sebastian to ride him. Well, you're making a big mistake because I'll have you to know I won the Dixie Handicap riding on that famous horse, Ocean Cracker. Ocean Cracker? Yes. I never heard of him. He's the father of Seabiscuit. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I can see that you know very little about horses. Oh, yeah? Well, let me tell you something, Kitzel. I hang out with all the famous cowboys. Last night I shot craps with Pink Rider. Pink Rider? Pink Rider. Costello. I thought it was Red Rider. It was, but I faded him. <laughs> oh, gentlemen, gentlemen, I can see that you doubt my ability as an equestionaire. Yes, I can see it. But I'm going to give you a sample of my fancy riding on my own horse. You see, that's him over there with the wooden saddle. You, you ride a horse with a wooden saddle? Oh, certainly. I like a wooden saddle. Watch me jump into it. Ah! Ow! Sliver! Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, Costello, look. Here comes your little brother, Sebastian. Ah, hello, Louis. Hello, Uncle Bud. Hello. I, I'm all ready to ride peanut butter in the big race. I brought along a special saddle. Uh, do you call that a saddle? Yeah. That looks like one of your mother's old girdles. It is. And if I see no horse is going to lose, I can let him out in a stretch. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, Costello, you go over and register your horse while I uh, teach Sebastian how to ride. You ain't going to teach me nothing. Sebastian, you listen to your Uncle Bud. I won't. You will. I won't. You will. I won't. I'm going crazy. You will. I won't. Well, that was a photo finish. Go on, Costello. Take care. I'll take care of Sebastian. You go ahead. Okay, now, see you now. later. All right, go ahead. Now, Sebastian, we're going to give the horse a workout. All right? Now, hold still, peanut butter. That <laughs> boy. Now, Sebastian, put that harness over his head. That's it now. Now, uh, give him a bit in the mouth. Give him a what? Give him a bit in the mouth. Give him a bit in the mouth? Yes. What kind of English is that? You mean give him a bite in the mouth? <laughs> Never mind that. Now, now you've got the bridle on. Uh, what happens to the reins? They go away when the sun comes out. No, no, I mean the reins on the horse. Oh, let it rain on the horse. What do you want me to do? Hold an umbrella over him? Uh, uh, Sebastian, why must you always be a smart aleck? I don't know. Ah, your brother is depending on this horse race. He's depending on this horse to win it. And what are you doing? What are you doing? You stand here and ridicule this poor old horse. A horse that probably has a large family. He wants to win this race and go back to his green pastures, don't you think? And you won't help him. What's the matter with you? 
I don't know. Oh, you don't know. Uncle Bud, I don't know. Oh, you don't know. I guess I possess a cruel streak. I got a warped nature. I have no consideration for dumb animals. I should run the race and let the poor old horse sit in the saddle. I'll say you should. But why do you continually persist in doing these things? Oh, I'm a bad boy! and Costello are riding their horse out to the Hollywood Park. Let's all take a ride with Connie Haynes on a trolley car. With my high starch collar and my high top shoes and my hair piled high up on my head I went to lose a jolly hour upon the trolley and lost my heart instead With his light brown derby and his bright green tie he was the handsomest of men I started to yen So I counted to ten Then I counted to ten again Clang, clang, clang Went the trolley Ding, ding, ding Went the bell Zing, zing, zing Went my heart string For the moment I saw him I fell Chug, chug, chug Went the motor Bump, bump, bump Went the brake Thump, thump, thump Went my heart string When he smiled I could feel the car shake He tipped his hat And took a seat Said he hoped he hadn't stepped upon my feet. He asked my name, I held my breath. I couldn't speak because he scared me half to death. Buzz, buzz, buzz went the buzzer. Flop, flop, flop went the wheel. Stop, stop, stop went my heart string. As he started to leave, I took hold of his with my hand and as if it were planned he stayed on with me and it was grand just to stand with his hand holding A delightful demonstration of the loveliness that can come out of the human throat. And you know, you folks listening out there, your throat is just as important to you as Connie's is to her. You, too, surely want to give it proper care and attention, like the right choice of cigarette, for example. Now, undoubtedly, you've often asked yourself which cigarette is best for you. Well, the answer is in your T-zone. That's T for taste and T for throat. Try Camel's kind, cool mildness on your throat. See how it feels after a long day's smoking. And try Camel's rich, full, fresh flavor on your taste. See if the last cigarette of the day doesn't taste as good as the first. C-A-F-E-L-S. Camel's. Try their mildness and flavor on your T-Zone tonight. 
We'll start in 15 minutes, and we hope you'll have a wonderful day here at the cleaners. Or, I mean, at the uh, racetrack. <laughs> and above all, ladies and gentlemen, beware of pickpockets. Don't let them get your money. Save it for us. <laughs> hey, Abbott. Hey, Abbott. We're in trouble. What do you mean? I just came from the stable. They, they don't want to let my horse run. They said he wasn't in condition. Who told you that? The track vegetarian. And, and not vegetarian, you dope. That's veterinarian. Veterinarian? Yes. That's what my grandfather is. Your father is a horse doctor? No, my grandfather. He's a veterinarian. A veterinarian in the Spanish-American War. Oh, talk sense. <laughs> what did the doctor say was wrong with your horse? He said he was bugs. He said he had the crickets. He didn't say crickets. Your horse has rickets. Rickets? That's what my father drinks every night. Your father drinks rickets? Yeah, slow gin rickets. Oh. <laughs> Pastelish, quiet. Here comes the doctor now. Good afternoon, gentlemen. I am Dr. Nazaro, the racetrack veterinarian. Well, I'm glad to meet you, doctor. Is it true that Costello's horse can't run this afternoon? Well, I suppose he could run if he had the proper medical treatment. I'll tell you what you do, Costello. Run over to the drugstore and get a tumor sapperis, a little capperis, and a water for sailormite to take the seat of report. <laughs> then you buy a hypodermic needle and shoot the medicine in the left vertebrae right above the crease. Between the catrice, you bring all the frost. Don't buy any castle because that'll be the seed. Then you push in the shoulder forces right and put it right below the twan. I beg your pardon? I said you put it right below the twan. <laughs> I could never do that to my horse. You've got it, Costello. Now take your pencil and write this down. Okay. Dear druggist. Yeah. Please give Costello one tube of satyrphrase with a little drops of course and one bottle of cassocyte to hit Mr. and a jar of passive salt-free crystallibrine of hopeless cerebitin. Now... Have you got that written down? I got it over one part. What, what part did you miss? The part that comes after Dear Druggist. <laughs> That's because you're not paying any attention, Costello. Yes, I simply told you to get a little bit of a sap and raw device that you can rub on the case. I could tell you to get some hap replaced with the hidden secrets, but why should that famous all remain? You will be Vincent Renamantis, and I know what I'm talking about. You and nobody else! <laughs> Costello, how dare you insult the doctor? I can't understand you. You can't understand me! Listen to him! <laughs> this is the most outrageous thing I've heard in all my life. I'm a graduate of the Veterinarian College of Francis Straw. You know where Mefford is? Well, at seven miles, turn to the right, go to the past, there's a great big celebrate, and you offer it up a cent. I took medicine for eight years. Yeah, but you forgot to take the spoon out of your mouth. <laughs> Costello, please. Don't give me that. Cut that out, or the doctor won't treat your horse. That's right, young man. Do you realize that your horse is suffering from a very severe case of twiddle soft and twiddle in? Why, that it, it could be worse. You might have savories of the morphine prints and doubtless fault with the hypnosis. You know that 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 in it, when he's in that condition. Why, he's liable to walk out the track and pull a steering He wouldn't dare. Anything but for the Montana hair. I never... Look, never mind, horse. Costello, doctor. Go ahead and get the horse ready for the race, please. Very well. Where shall I send the bill? Now it's my turn. Bring your bill to room 509 in the Baldi building at the corner of Big Lego Show. It's right near Circuit Big Shakespeare Street. Okay, I'll be there. Where? You said it. What did I say? I mean, hey, Abbott, was that guy real or am I dreaming? I mean, I know it seems silly, but I'm pinching myself. Young man, 
You're pinching me. I'm not so silly after all. Attention, everybody. The horses are at the post for the first race. Come on, Costello. Your horse doesn't run till the last race. Let's make a few bets on the other races. Racing forms. Get your racing forms. How about a racing form, young man? A what? I have the racing form. Well, keep your coat buttoned and nobody will notice it. (laughs) Costello, this woman is a bookie. She's a bookie. Yes. Who? Abbott. Let's get out of here before her husband comes. I'm afraid of him. You're afraid of her husband? Yeah, everybody's afraid of the bookie man. Oh, (laughs) quiet, Costello. Let's let's make a bet. Yes, how about placing a bet with me? What race are you running in? (laughs) Uh, I'd have won the last race of my... Oh, what do you mean? Uh, Young man, would you like to buy one of my special dope sheets? Now, in this dope sheet, there's one horse that pays 200 to 1. There's another horse that pays 500 to 1. And my big dope sheet special pays 1,000 to 1. And do you know what I think? I think you better quit quit eating the dope off those sheets. (laughs) All right, look, come here. Costello. Look, never mind, Harry. The first race is about to start. I'll take your bet, Lou. You're going to take my bet? I'll take your bet. Okay, Abbott, yeah, I'll bet $2. Here's oh. the money. They're off. The race is over. You lose. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What kind of a bet was that? They're off. The race is over. You lose. What kind of a race was what, that? What's wrong? A one step? Come on. Run that race over again. I want to see it. Pipe down. Pipe down. Now, now in the next race, I, I want you to double up. Double up? Yeah. I ain't even straightened up from the last one. <laughs> I mean, I want you to bet $4. You want me to bet $4? Yes. $4, my eye. My eye. That's a good horse. It's a bet. They're off. The race is over. You lose. Will you wait a minute? Stop squawking. Accidents will happen. Maybe the horse got dust in his eye. You don't know. You know what dust is. Yeah, dust is mud with the juice squeezed out. Yeah, right. <laughs> now in the next race... There ain't gonna be no next race. But listen, there's only two horses in the next race. Jelly Bean and Lollipop. You bet on each horse and you can't lose. Well, maybe that's right. Certainly it's right. Jelly bean and lollipop. Two horses. I'm a sucker anyway. Yeah. Two horses. Yeah. I bet on each horse. That's right. I can't lose. How can you lose? Okay, here's $20 on jelly bean. Yeah. And here's $20 on lollipop. Good. Good. The horses are at the post. Right. They're off. Look, lollipop first, jelly bean second. Come on, jelly pop. You, no, you, you mean lollipop. I mean jelly pop. I'm betting on that soda. Uh, wait a minute. They're rounding the turn. Lollipop first, jelly bean second. Come on, somebody. They're in the stretch. Lollipop first, jelly bean second. They're under the wire. And the winner, Hershey Bar. <laughs> Hershey Bar. Now, ain't that the nuts? Now, just a minute. In the last race... That was my last race. But wait a minute, Costello. There's only one horse in this last race. Oh, one horse in the race. Certainly. You uh, sound like one of them racetrack trouts. No, no, no. Trout, trout. All yeah. right. But I wouldn't make another bet if there was no horses in the race. But, Costello, it's your own horse, Peanut Butter. Peanut Butter? Yeah, one horse. Hey, yeah, but you mean my own little yes. horse, Peanut yes, Butter? Yes, yes, yes. That's different. Come on. I'm going to bet everything I got on oh, yeah, Peanut Butter. Him. Here, Rabbit. What? Put $10 on the nose. $10 on the nose. $10 on the tail. $10 on the tail. Here's another $10. Put it under the saddle. What for? In case he comes in sideways. <laughs> Look, you can't lose. It's a one-horse race. One-horse race. Look, they're off in a bunch. Wait a minute! How can one horse be off in a bunch? Hey, wait a minute. At the half, it's peanut butter. Come on, peanut butter! At the three-quarters, peanut butter. Come on, peanut butter! Spread peanut butter! Spread! Spread out peanut butter! In the stretch. And the winner... Peanut butter. Oh, hooray! I win! I heard a peanut butter win! Give me my money! Just a minute, folks. It's a photo finish. Photo finish! <laughs> One horse in a race! How can it be a photo finish? Lollipop just came in from the last race. <laughs>
He must be one of Bing Crosby's horses. Look, Abbott. Look over there. Right. No wonder I lost. What's the matter? Here comes my little brother, Sebastian, riding on peanut butter. What's the matter with that kid? Look at the way he's riding. He's riding underneath the horse. Sebastian, you should have won that race. What was the idea of riding underneath the horse instead of on top of him? Well, it was Dr. Nazara's orders. Dr. Nazara told you to ride under the horse? Yeah. He said the horse was sick, and he told me to watch his stomach. Oh, please. Costello will be back in a moment. Thanks to the Yanks of the Week, tonight we salute Marine Corporal George Wise Mazarakas of Chicago, Illinois, a tank gunner for his valiant service in the conquest of Saipan. In your honor, Corporal Mazarakas, the makers of camels are sending to our fighters overseas 400,000 camel cigarettes. Camel Radio Shows honors the Yank of the Week by sending free 400,000 camel cigarettes overseas, a total of more than a million camels sent free each week. In this country, the camel caravans traveling from camp to camp have thanked audiences of more than 4 million Yanks with free shows and free camels. Camel broadcasts go out to the United States three times a week, a short wave to our men overseas and to South America. Listen tomorrow to Jimmy Durante and Gary Moore, Monday to Bob Hawke in Thanks to the Yanks. And next Thursday to Abbott and Costello. And now, here's Bud and Lou back with the final word. Well, Ken, we've just got time to say good night, folks. Good night, and buy bonds, everybody. Bye, bonds. Plenty of them. Plenty of bonds. Good night to everybody in Patterson. Be sure to tune in next week for another great Abbott and Costello show. And remember, try camels on your throat and your taste. See for yourself how camel's mildness, coolness, and flavor click with you. Pipe smokers, pack your pipe with Prince Albert. That swell aged in the wood aroma clicks with folks around you as well as with yourself. You'll like Prince Albert's flavor, too. Rich, full-bodied, yet wonderfully mild. You'll like the crimp cut that makes Prince Albert pack firmly, draw smoothly, and burn evenly right down to the bottom of the bowl. Your pocketbook will like the economy of smoking Prince Albert. Just about 50 pipefuls in that regular two-ounce package. More pipes smoke Prince Albert than any other tobacco in the world. The Abbott and Costello Show for Camel Cigarettes will be back at this very same time next week. Don't miss it. This is Ken Niles in Hollywood wishing you a pleasant good night. This is the National Broadcasting Company.